Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. We were in Italy as a family a couple of years ago. And I had rented a, uh, a minivan because you know I love those. Yes, you do. So we were driving uh, within a two-hour radius of Rome going into Tuscany. And I was convinced for the entirety of the drive that my rental van had a, uh, a bell system in it just to give me the courtesy of letting me know every time I was exceeding the speed limit. Okay. I didn't pay it much mind. Uh-oh. But I'd completely misunderstood the situation. Actually, what the system in the car, I don't know what it was. I really don't know what it was, that, that, uh, the, the name of whatever it was. But actually, what it was telling me is every time I was, ex- I was in close proximity to a speed camera. And that you were speeding? or just And that, that I were- was speeding. Uh-oh. Yeah. So needless to say, there was a big settling up oh, dear. at the end of that trip. Wow. Because Italy is one of the countries that has speed cameras. Well, next time you go, you'll go slower. True. Maybe. Or I'll, I'll yes. Uh, yes, I will, of course. There you go. So the, the thing is, I remember thinking at the time, you know what the beef that we have, we Americans have to speed cameras. We want human factors involved. We want to be caught. <laughs> if you're going to catch me, yeah. it better be you yeah. catching me. <laughs> and and we want, I want, the opportunity to try and talk myself out of it. That wasn't me. This is a car that just sped a car. Yeah. Exactly. What about that guy? So maybe it's for that reason that I took note of a headline at the Daily Mail this weekend. And here it is. And it's posted at Smirconish.com. And it was in the newsletter. The speed camera nightmare that's coming to America. How the UK's hated war on motorists causing drivers 56 million in fines every year provides a chilling glimpse of what's in store under Pete Buttigieg's plan. So I read the story and the story speaks of a 42 page U.S. Department of Transportation document, which I pulled this weekend and read. The headline is National Roadway Safety Strategy. It begins these 42 pages with a letter from Secretary Pete in which he notes, uh, quote, our priority at the Department of Transportation is to make our transportation transportation system safe for all people. Right now we face a crisis on our roadways. Almost 95 percent of our nation's transportation deaths occur on America's streets, roads, and highways, and they are on the rise. Here's the data point. Listen to this. An estimated 38,680 people died in motor vehicle crashes in 2020. 
In the first half of 2021, an estimated 20,160 people died, up 18.4% compared to the first six months of 2020. I don't want to minimize the spike, and I assume that that's the latest data that was available from the Department of Transportation. But if you ask me about a spike between 2020, first six months, and 2021, first six months, Intuitively, I would say, well, in the first six months of 2020, we were in much more of a lockdown mode than we were in 2021, and maybe fewer people on the roads accounts for a spike that you then saw in the following year. I don't know, but it's a really interesting subject nonetheless. I I bring it to you at the risk of inflating this because you'll go through 40 pages without seeing any reference to speed cameras. But it is there. I mean, it's there in the so-called key department actions to enable safer speeds, which comes at the end, quote, promote speed safety cameras as a proven safety countermeasure. And then additionally, promote speed safety cameras as a proven safety countermeasure shows up in an action chart along the way. The secretary noted that speeding has played a role in more than a quarter of traffic deaths, killing nearly 100,000 people over the past decade. I'm not minimizing speeding. Is speeding a problem? It is a problem. Do people like me who have a heavy foot need to rein it in? We certainly do. But it's interesting to see a map of the country because currently, and I'll confirm this with an expert in a moment, currently eight U.S. states have laws specifically prohibiting speed cameras. Only 18 states plus Washington, D.C. have speed cameras in use by law, with the other states having no law on the books authorizing their use. Today's survey question at Smirconish.com is asking you this. Should the Department of, of Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg implement pilot programs to study and promote greater use of speed cameras? The Daily Mail story says the National Motorists Association has a top 10 list of why speed cameras are bad, arguing they can actually make our roads less safe. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. 
Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. This is Sheila Dunn. Sheila Dunn is the communications director for the NMA. Hi, Sheila. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having hey, me on. on your on your website, I could not find the top 10 list of why speed cameras are bad. So hit me with a few of them. Well, first of all, I want to talk about these statistics. Um, I don't yeah. think people are aware that we are safer than we have ever been on the roads. Back in 1974, the statistics were 3.53 deaths per 100,000 vehicle miles traveled. In 1995, that was halved to 1.73 in 2019, that was 1.1 per 100,000 vehicle miles traveled. We are traveling more miles today, and we are safer than we've ever been. So what they're saying is wrong, and it's a very well, can anti-car. I, can, I inter- can I interject? Can I just interject? Sure. I, you know, you're the expert. I'm not. I'm just giving you a, a, a gut response. Yeah. My gut says, well, now we wear seatbelts, and the cars are made better. So, of course, right. fewer of, of course. us are dying, there's and that's a good thing. Street design. There's better street design. Um, you know, speed limits are being adjusted all the time for various factors. But there are some real issues with speed cameras. One of the things is that photo radar is still radar. It can generate false readings. And if you try to fight that ticket, how can you fight it? You can't prove that it's false. So, you know, you don't have that, um, that thing that, that we take, take dear as a constitutional uh, right that we can, you know, fight, or fight, fight people who are saying that we did something wrong. This type of enforcement em- emphasizes ticket volume. Um, it's a taxation by citation sort of issue or it's policing for profit, you know, and this happens everywhere, uh, everywhere there's speed cameras. They're also um, inaccurate on certain roads, um, interstate type highways provide a clear image of a single vehicle, but if there's more vehicles, then which vehicle is actually speeding? And for example, there's sometimes even more crashes because of speed cameras. This happened in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. There's a big curve where people knew there was a camera and they'd slow down and they'd get rear-ended. So there's a lot of things that happen. It doesn't doesn't necessarily make it safer, speed cameras. Um, It encourages artificially low speed limits, which means that more people are going to speed and, you know, seemingly good drivers like yourself or like me, we're speeding and we don't necessarily need to, but that's what everybody else is doing. I just got an email this morning from a guy that was on the uh, Illinois Turnpike, and it was a work zone uh, speed camera, and it was 45 miles per hour, and everybody's driving 70. Well, if everybody's driving 70, you cannot drive 45 miles an hour. That is dangerous. So they do not improve safety. And this is... Um, so let me, and, let me, yeah, I'm let not, me go I'm through... I'm not trying to advocate for speeding, but, you know, there, there has to be some reason here. Right. So a couple of reactions, the false reading issue. And I, I read in the Daily Mail that when they when they put up one of the first in the UK, it was improperly calibrated. And a lot of people were cited who should not have been cited. You're probably right. expert on that particular case. And um, this happens but, all the time. It happens all the time. But the, the so. false the false readings, the false readings argument which I'm sure is legit in some instances, but that's the same thing people say about radar guns. Like, oh, how can you trust a radar right. gun? Because it, 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 too, will give you a false reading. It all depends how it's been calibrated. That's correct. It, it all okay, but, it, by, by, but if that's the case, then... Calibrate. And see, but if, the problem with but state if that's the case, then saying, how could we... Well, hang, hang on. Let me say something. Uh, yeah, go ahead. How then can we catch someone? You tell me, what is the proper way to catch someone speeding if not to use the technology? Well, uh, 
that is a good question. And, uh, you know, I think that it has to be done by police officers. I hate to say it. That's the most that but is using the best using what using what uh, as a measurement. Well, I mean, of course, if, if something's calibrated properly, it's probably going to work. But you have state laws sometimes to say that a camera doesn't have to be calibrated except once a year. Well, how do we know that that's really calibrated well? So, you know, those are the issues. If, if the calibration is correct, if the officer has had training, then, you know, it might be a legit way to capture, catch, or catch people with a radar gun. But uh, I did read, you, I know, did you read your top 10 list. Uh, ticket, I did. Hang safe? on. Oh, my gosh. What's going weeks? on here? Sheila. Sheila. Yeah, sorry. Two way. This is not conventional terrestrial talk radio. This is like two way talk. I I invited okay, you because okay, I want to hear what you have to say, but you got to let me say it something every once in a while. All right, right. Like in this I'm instance. Just passionate about this. Sorry. I hear you. So, I couldn't find on the website of the National Motorist Association the top ten list of why speed cameras are bad, but I did find your top ten list as to why red light cameras are bad. And I think one Mm -hmm. of the arguments that you make in that instance is the same as what you made now, that they may actually cause more crashes because people react. In other words, with regard to red light cameras, what I took away is that when someone all of a sudden realizes, "Uh oh, there's a camera at this intersection, they respond to that knowledge. And what I hear you say about speed cameras is when people are, are buzzing down the highway and they realize, uh-oh, there's a camera here, maybe they lock them up and it causes accidents. Did I understand that argument? Yes, that is correct. That does happen in many instances, um, especially like I just said in Cedar Rapids. That was one issue. They uh, stopped doing speed cameras for a while. I think they're now back up. So it's, it's also this give and take with uh, things. You know, the other thing is that cities, um, cities and states actually rely on this money to, you know, to – make their budgets. And that's the other issue that people aren't really understanding. This is taxation by citation. You know, the other thing that people also, it doesn't make it safer because you're not, you're not getting that ticket until like two or three weeks later. So how can you even be, you know, remember where, where you were at a certain point? Um, How can you even fight that ticket? They don't want you to fight them. Um, Many times they're not even going against your insurance. So it's really just saying, Hey, you got a ticket, you need to pay it. That's what they want you to do. And uh, so, like I said, you know, there's no witness to the allegation. So it's 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 against our Fourth Fourth Amendment constitutional rights. I know that you've read this uh, this 42 page document from Secretary Buttigieg. What do you think is going on here? Because what stood out to me is that in the substance of the report, there's nothing about speed cameras. But when you get to the recommendations at the end, there certainly is. Are we making a mountain out of a molehill here or do you think Uh, he is really poised to do something? Well, absolutely not. And, uh, you know, if they try to um, have a national edict for speed cameras, I think there's going to be a lot of pushback from motors, and there should be. Um, right now, it's, you know, state by state, sometimes it's, you know, cities by cities. But if it's a national idea, then uh, I think there's going to be some big problems in, in the country. I think people are going to really resist that. Um I think that I think what uh, I think uh, I, I'm going to go into what the philosophy of all this is. It has to do with something called Vision Zero, which uh, came over from Scandinavia. And it's a, an idea which is a lofty idea is that there should be no traffic accidents. And I, I we totally agree with that. But, you know, to say that we are unsafe, we have a crisis is is a misnomer. We are safer now than we have ever been. And yes. Every traffic fatality is a tragedy. It's an absolute tragedy. 
But at the same time, we still have to move people on roads. And to limit, you know, if you uh, limit, uh, say, an arterial street that has 20 to 40,000 cars a day to 25 miles an hour, it's going to be gridlock. It's going to be like Got a it. moving parking lot. And that's, that's what well, we're talking about. That's what they're trying to okay. do. Sheila, thank you so much for that insight. I really do appreciate it. You're welcome. Sheila Dunn is the National Motorist Association Communications Director. TC, I started out against the cameras. Now I think I'm for them. I think I've been turned. Stop it. You have not been turned. You have not been turned. She was passionate. No, no. She was terrific. She was great. Ladies. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.